0: It's always a privilege to be with y'all and um, super thankful. It's kind of funny though because last week when I was preparing the message on using our voice and, um, and the words that we speak are powerful, um, the Lord just kept, kept giving me this other message and um, so I texted Pastor that. I was like, I just keep feeling like this is a timely word. And um, and he was like, I'm not feeling good. Thank God. You <laughs> I'm glad that the Lord had already been preparing my heart for this and for you guys today. And um, I did get my Christmas tree finally done. Um, it was about half lit for um for a couple weeks since Thanksgiving, and I didn't have a ladder tall enough, so I finally pushed it, and I still didn't have a ladder tall enough, so I pushed it all the way over to the side of the stairs, like up against the stairs, and I just kind of decorated it that way, and I kept turning. (laughs) It was a sight to be seen, and my kids kept saying, Mom, please don't fall over. Mom, please don't fall over. Yes. Um, Not the best way, but you know us women we kind of figure things out right and so um funny quote three wise women would have asked directions they would have arrived on time helped deliver the baby brought practical gifts cleaned the stable made a casserole and there would be peace on earth can we laugh at that So here's another one, Santa saw your Instagram pictures, you're getting a Bible and clothes for Christmas, (laughs) yes, dear Santa, I've been good all year, most of the time, Uh, once in a while, never mind, I'll buy my own stuff. Dear Santa, this year, please give me a big, fat bank account and a slim body, because don't mix those up like you did last year, please. Thanks. (laughs) Yes, can we laugh at that? It is the most wonderful time of the year, and I love Christmas. Oh my gosh, I love Christmas. I eat it up. We won the, like, me and my family, we won the, the gingerbread house competition. I mean, we were fierce competitors. We all came looking like elves and like, yes, we are into Christmas. It is the most wonderful time of the year, except sometimes it's not. Sometimes it puts a big red flashlight on issues that we're having with family members and the dysfunction that we find in our family sometimes it puts a big highlight on places that I haven't seen that promise come to pass yet maybe it puts a big spotlight on loss something that you've lost or someone that you've lost and you're you're grieving that you've lost them this year or maybe even in times past, and you just miss the fact that they're here, not here any longer. And so when it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, you find yourself, but I'm not that happy. And I think that goes for all of us. I remember when I was seven years of infertility, seven years. And we went to the doctor continuously and continuously for two of those seven years. And I remember the Christmas right before I found out that I was pregnant. And I remember the Christmas, the day after I found out, after we spent thousands and thousands of dollars on a procedure that gave us the, the greatest likelihood That we would have a baby crawling underneath the christmas tree the following year only to find out that it was a no we were not pregnant and the money that we had invested in getting a baby here was null and void so what do we do what do we do when we find ourselves in those situations of I'm sitting across from the table of somebody who attacked me this year, and they're called my crazy family. What do we do? In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, if we can throw that on the screen. And it says, In the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. Let's stop here for just one second. Do you realize before there's great joy, there's fear that comes to try and dominate your joy? It's just a little side note, but as I was reading this, I was like, it's interesting that fear tried to come in first. And then, and let's see, go, you can go to the next one. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of what? Good news of great joy that will be for who? All the people. Next slide. Do we have 11? Um, For unto you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ Jesus will be born. So great joy. He didn't just come to give joy. He came to give great joy. But you cannot separate joy from the person of Christ Jesus. You see, if we look for joy in the world, we don't find it. Because joy is only found in Jesus. Not in material things, but when Jesus gives us things, what should we do? We should respond with gratefulness. The things aren't bad, but when we look for joy in things, we always come up empty. We always come up empty. If you pursue joy in the Lord, you will have it no matter what's happening. If you pursue joy in the world, you will never find it. And as a child of God, in order to represent him well, we need to be joyful people. We should be the most joyful people on planet earth. If you look at Romans 14, verse 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You can keep going for the... Yes, whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by man. So men see our good works through the joy and the peace and the righteousness that we bring into the situation. So as children of God, our inheritance is joy. As a fruit of the Spirit in the Holy Spirit... The second fruit is joy. After love is joy. Wow, we should be the most joyful people on planet earth. Joy is a third of the kingdom of God. Then in Nehemiah 8:10, it says, The joy of the Lord is what? Our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So just like Samson. What was his strength? His strength was his hair, and when his hair was cut, he no longer had strength. He was powerful. He, he was so powerful, as long as he had his hair uncut, he was powerful. The angel of the Lord came to his mom and said, "After it's kind of funny because I just read that for the first time, she was infertile. And the angel of the Lord came to her and said, "You don't drink these things, don't eat these things, and by all means, don't cut his hair. And he'll have the strength. And I mean, he, like, he devoured lions. The things that he did, like men after men, God gave him this incredible power and strength in the same way that Samson should have protected his hair is the way same thing of how we should protect our joy. Right, yeah. To the same extent of that is the same extent of I need to protect joy at all costs. Because it's my strength. And it's not my, just my strength after the battle. It's not my strength before the battle. It's my strength in the battle. When I'm facing tough situations, when I'm looking across my the table, it's my j- joy is my strength in those moments. So how do we have joy? I kind of took this from our beloved a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens and you know, Jacob Marley is the Scrooge and in um a Christmas Carol, and you know he hated on everyone. He hated Christmas. He hated all things Christmas. He could. He was just worried about work, and um, and so in in the he really needed a sozo. He really needed sozo. But it's kind of funny because you know when he goes to sleep, he's visited by the three ghosts, and the first ghost that he is visited by is the ghost of Christmas Past. And I'm taking that because I want you to have this strong analogy. Because when you're looking across the table, when you're having the the memories come up, when you're having those moments of, but Christmas isn't as joyful as what it should be. I want you to remember the ghost of Christmas past. Because you see, in Philippians 4.4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice so we re-joy. We go to the past, and we recall those things when God gave us joy, and we remember those things when he gave us joy. So it may be that I'm sitting in that moment, but then I'm thinking about the next time I went to the doctor and they said that it was a yes. You will have a baby crawling under the tree for next Christmas. I remember that, and I, I, I bring the Lord into that moment, and I give him glory for that moment. Or I remember when, when my, my second born was born and how the Lord just healed my heart during those times. Or, or I remember when the Lord gave me, gave me a, a strategy for prayer, and we had so much fun doing it. Or I remember things that were hilarious, and how I can laugh at myself. Because <laughs> sometimes we just need to remember, we need to look back on the testimony of God and rejoice come back around and rejoy it all over again and take the past and make it in the present of I'm rejoining because I'm, I'm, I'm remembering those things, God, which you did and how we partnered together and it was so much fun. I didn't know how you were ever going to come through with $50,000 budget for one Louisiana, but God, you did it and it was so fun. <laughs> we're going to remember those things. And rejoice again and again so we can always take joy from the past. It's funny because if you look at Paul, when he's writing to the Philippians, and, the, and that's where in the Lord always comes from. And if we look at Paul, and he's writing to them, and he loves the Philippians. He loves the church of Philippi. But where is Paul when he's writing it? He's in jail, shackled. And he's like, Oh, but you give me great joy. When I think of you, joy comes. As I'm sitting here in shackles, I can still have joy. Wow. And you think, worst case scenario of what Paul has been through. And I mean, it's not present-day jail. That's not present-day where they feed you three times a day. You're shackled to a guard. He's probably writing this with his arms shackled. He's saying, but oh, you give me joy. Joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. If there's any if there's anything that you should do, if you need joy in your life, read Philippians with the lens of Paul was writing this from jail. It's probably the most remembered scriptures out of the entire Bible. It takes 15 minutes. But by the end of it there's no way that you can't have joy. Especially when we read it from the lens of he wrote this in jail wow but church of philippi y'all give me great joy wow let's laugh at the past smile at the successes of where god's faithfulness has been in your life and remember the testimonies the next ghost that he was he was presented with was the ghost of christmas present in Psalm 16, 11, it says, You will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Where is the fullness of joy? In his presence. In his presence. We can have joy in the present situation no matter what we are facing. If we are fully present. If we're fully present and we set our affections on him and say, Lord, I just bring you into this moment. You know, it's kind of funny because anytime we mention Holy Spirit, he loves to show up. Holy Spirit, I just welcome you into this moment right now. And there's no way you can't have joy when the presence of God is right there. There's no way that you can't have joy. It's your strength. So we just bring him into those moments. Bring him into those, the, to the tough places. Bring him into the happy places. So you can have even more joy. But God, we just invite you into this moment. Holy Spirit, we just invite you into the room. Holy Spirit, we just set our affections upon you. We love you, we're grateful people, we love you. Worship and thanksgiving bring great joy. Get you a song in the moment. You can gain joy from the present by bringing his presence into the situation in the here and the now. So we can gain joy from the past by looking back. We can gain joy from the present by inviting his presence into the situation. And we can gain joy into the future by the ghost of Christmas yet to come. We can borrow joy from the future because Jesus did. If you look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Looking to Jesus. No, is that not right? Hebrews 12, 2. Okay, so I must be totally wrong. Yes, looking to Jesus. Yes, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endure the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of god so what was his joy set before him i think it shows it better in the in the passion translation and it says we look away from the natural realm and we fasten you want to bring it up And we fasten our gaze unto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. You were his joy. And he'd do it all again. He'd go to the cross all again, he would suffer the shame, the humiliation of the cross, all because of the future joy set before him, that you would be his. So Jesus perfectly shows us that we can take joy from the future. just want you to close your eyes for a second, and I just want you to see Jesus. You might see him on the cross. You might see him on the beach. Where's your happy place with Jesus? And I want you, to, want you to hear him say to you, you are my joy. I endured the agony of the cross, and I conquered humiliation because I knew you would be mine. You were the joy set before me. It's so personal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's so personal. You see, because if Jesus can endure the cross because of his future joy, we can endure dinner. Yeah. because our joy is bigger than our pain the joy that we have is bigger than our struggles it's bigger than our problems it's our strength it's our strength I love this we can all read it together 1 Thessalonians worship team y'all can come First Thessalonians chapter five verse sixteen in the Passion translation. Let's read it all together. Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. Next, and in the midst of everything, be always giving thanks. For this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let joy be your continual feast. Let your life be a prayer. Wow, that is beautiful scripture. Let it be your continual feast. We can stand. So this holiday season, I came across a cute little checklist. It says, be present, how to have a great Christmas, be present. I know for my kids, it's um, and friends, family, the biggest gift that I can give them is to put the phone away, have real conversation, Find out the things that they love. Play a game. Be fully present. Let your presence be your present to your family this Christmas. Slow down. Let's slow down. I told pastor, I said, you know what? I just want to take a couple days and just so in the evening I can just sit and enjoy the Christmas tree that I so delightfully put ornaments on. (laughs) Ha! <laughs> yeah, let's just slow down, enjoy, smell the roses. Take those moments. I've been one by one as the kids will just like come in bed with me or whatever and we're just snuggling and I'll just, God, thank you for this baby. And how my whole perception changes when I just slow down and take those moments just to be thankful and grateful. Offer kindness to strangers this Christmas. Give them a smile, give them your joy. Give them your joy. Buy their coffee. Open the door. Give them your parking spot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't road rage. Don't road rage. And then we're sitting in traffic. God, this just gives me the opportunity to put this song on and rejoice to you. Show grace. The grace that was shown to you, show it to your family. Show it to your friends. Maybe there's somebody you need to forgive. Maybe that needs to be your present this holiday to them as you actually forgive them once and for all. You throw that title deed away of unforgiveness. But I deserve to be mad. Yeah, Jesus never deserved the cross. But he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It's just being, they were just being used as a pawn from the enemy. It's not them, they're just a pawn. They know not what they do. Forgive. And the last one, laugh a lot. Laugh a lot, take the time to actually be fully present. Watch the funny movies and laugh a lot. Laugh at falling over the stairs, trying to decorate the tree. Laugh at those things. Laugh at the person who pulls out in front of you. like. I was going to let you pull out anyway, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We should be the most joyful people on planet Earth. We need to represent him so well. If there's an area that you don't have joy in, this is, this is your day. This is your day to say, you know what? I'm not feeling joy in this area. This is where the enemy tried to come to kill, steal, and destroy my joy so I wouldn't have strength. So I'm gonna laugh at that. I'm gonna laugh at those places that feel like I can't laugh at. Can I laugh at the bills? Let's just laugh at the bills. Let's just laugh at having to, having to wear the stretchy pants. <laughs> right? The big or oversized sweaters. They'll never know. Right? We're going to enjoy the cookies in moderation, Emily. Right? <laughs> yeah, let's laugh a lot. Let's laugh a lot. Why don't you do this? Turn to your neighbor to...